Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan tells me what Republicans will focus on if they win back the House. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, Jordan also slams the aggressively political actions of the Justice Department and FBI. Follow the Sarah Carter Show wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, everybody. Can you hear us? Um, Sorry, we look like, I look like I just woke up. We did just wake up. Because I did. Um, yes. Okay. People can hear us. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's fantastic. Because that means that you can hear us remind you to get prepared for imminent disaster after Tuesday. You never know what people are going to do with themselves. It's true. You don't know. Could be crazy. <laughs> it could be total chaos, which means if you haven't gotten your emergency food supply kit from My Patriot Supply, there is no better time to do it. Get yourself prepared for all the eventualities, you guys, the eventualities. And you can get a huge discount. As we've mentioned, $250 off of every three-month emergency food kit that you buy when you go to preparewiththechicks.com. You guys, also, make sure you check out our deep dive from last week. It's going to drop this afternoon, right? I think around five or six. Yeah, late this afternoon. Valen's going to get it out for you guys. So make sure you check that out. We're together. <laughs> Did you guys notice that we're together? We're in an undisclosed location together. Uh-huh. Look at the, the shadow behind us. <laughs> we have so much light coming in. There's a sunrise coming in right now. It's absolutely beautiful in front of us. Yeah. So much light. There's a lot of light going yeah, on Yeah, right so now. much light happening. Okay, so um, you can check out that deep dive. Um, go to our website. Well, you can go to our website, chicksontheright.com, or go to our links page, chicksontheright.com slash links. Links. Yes, mm-hmm. we are side by side. I know, side, side by side. side. <laughs> oh, see, Kim is like, you need to switch sides. Everything is messed up. I know. She was saying that this morning, too. But I feel weird being on her left. <laughs> Although when we used to do our videos, I think I was always on your left, wasn't I? Yeah, that's why everybody's freaked out. Yeah, it's a, it's freaked a, out. I'm sorry. It's a little weird. Anyways, yeah, the Georgia-Tennessee game, you guys. Let's not I'm t- not sunburned. We haven't even been out in the sun. Like, we've not done anything yet. No. So, <laughs> I'm not sunburned. This we, is just my face. We traveled yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and this is my face. This just, is just our faces. Just what, yeah. Um, you guys, at towards the end of this broadcast, we are going to give you an update about the April 29th meet and greet Camp Tono out west uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. We've got big announcements happening about that, namely that tickets are going to happen tomorrow. So um, I'm going to be posting the thing on the website that explains the process. But just to give you a quick rundown, tomorrow morning, first dib tickets are going to the people who were on the wait list who did not make it last year uh, or last, not last year, but last this past September. Right. So these are people that attempted to purchase tickets, could not purchase tickets because they sold out so quickly. And so um, they're going to get first dibs for a few hours um, to get those tickets. Then we will be releasing tickets to our insiders and supporters. So if you are not a Facebook insider or a locals supporter and you would like to be in that second wave of folks who get access, this would be a good time to join up either one of those places. And then um, after that, for a few hours, then at, I think, what did we decide? Six o'clock? No, five o'clock? Six o'clock. Five o'clock? No, it's five o'clock. Five p.m. p.m. Central. Central. Five p.m. Central. Six o'clock Eastern. Then they're going to go open to everybody else Mm -hmm. if they are not at that point sold out. So that is how tickets are going to work. We're selling a few more this time than we did last. We're going to go up to 400. 400. Yeah. 
So it's going to be a big crowd. It's going to be a big crowd. It's going to be a party. We'll go over all of that in some more detail later in today's Mm -hmm. program. There is a lot of news that we need to get to. So much news. You guys, it's a big week. Such a big week. It's big. Um, There's there's some shit going down, you guys. So we got to tell you about all of that stuff. And we've got videos to share with you. A couple of headlines that I just made a note of before we get to videos. I think we mentioned last week that Oprah um, is backing Fetterman. She endorsed Fetterman. I think you mentioned it briefly, but we probably need to mention it again. It's kind of crazy that she's doing that. Especially because she made Dr. Dr. Oz. Oz. Yeah. She made him. Yeah. So I... And I, and I mean, it, it's absurd that that woman is, is endorsing somebody who is completely unfit to, to run a car wash, let alone <laughs> be a senator, right? I mean, let's get real. They are so desperate at this point. They're so desperate to have power that she is, in, she, I mean, get real, yeah. Oprah, you know? It's just gross at this point, what these people are willing to do to hold on to power, and they're like, they're pulling out the Oprahs and the Obamas and all these people to just try to hold on to that power. And it's so obvious what they're doing. So it's it's just, I'm grossed out by it. I know, it's vile. And, and we do have a clip to show later of, um, of Fetterman addressing whether or not he's fit to serve. We'll get to that as well. We also saw last night that Cher, who is 76 years old, is dating a 36-year-old. Okay, it's it's gross. <laughs> it's gross, but if it were a guy doing that with a a you know, a woman, yeah. would we be mentioning it? Oh, I'd be mentioning it, but like I I think it's I just think that's gross. That's too big of a spread. That's just not okay. I'm judging. I'm sorry. Okay. That's just too big. Okay. That's too big. Oh, somebody just sent us a super sticker. And somebody said they that? missed they, somebody said they missed cash. Oh, who I'm else? Not, I'm going to have to close that blind. I can't see. Okay. Yeah. No, and there's a big shadow. It. I'll be right back. We didn't know that this was going to end up being like right in the midst of I sunrise this morning. Where, <laughs> you guys, where is it? Where is it? Is on the wall. Right over here. On the right. Um, oh, right here. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. She said, gee, who else does she endorse? Weinstein, Cosby, Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. Great point, Julie. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. I'm sorry, you guys. We're getting used to our surroundings. Yeah, you just have to go to the number. Which number is it on? It's two. Yeah, that's that's the one. So then you hit down. Okay, it's happening. We're getting rid of the glare. We're trying. It's happening. Sorry, you guys. Sorry, everybody. I can't see you. It's just so bright. (laughs) Yeah, I can't see anything. I can't see. I don't know what's going on. I won't be able to see the videos because it's so bright in here. Okay. Yeah, that's true. We need we're to be able to used, see. We're getting used to all. Okay, this is working. This is much yeah, better. That's okay. Better. Okay. Whew. Yeah. Um, also, Facebook about to fire a whole big bunch of people. Probably thousands of people. Facebook is going to be letting go. Uh, they're freezing pay. So things at Facebook are not good. Zuckerberg having himself a little bit of a time. Well, that's too bad. But he should be focusing on the stuff that he should be focusing on, like his business, not this meta crap. Yeah. You know? He keeps wanting to be all, he wants to like make a metaverse, like this whole virtual reality thing. And nobody wants that. Yeah. And that's the problem. And he should be focusing more on making Facebook the way it was when it first started. Yeah. When it was actually an awesome place to be. And everything was chronological. Yeah. And things were free. You know, when I say free, like freedom free. Right. Freedom free. Yeah. When people were free to do what they wanted to do and people weren't being suppressed. <laughs> Yeah. 
I forgot to remove uh, our Patriot supply banner. You guys were very, very bajiggity and out of sorts because yeah, we're not we'll in our normal. Um, we'll get there. We're Just give us a couple more minutes. We'll That's get right. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So also we wanted to remind people that if you have not yet um, gotten your free information kit from Birch Gold by texting chicks to 989898, that would also be a good thing to do. This week, right? You ready to get to some videos? Yes. Okay. Let's do it. So a lot has been going on this past weekend. Namely, the first thing is that Joe Biden got himself into a big fat pile of trouble because he decided to say that we should just eliminate all coal plants. So while everybody is already freaking out about the cost of energy right now, he decided now's a good time for me to threaten 20% of where we get our energy supply from on top of the fact that gas prices are out of, I mean, it was the worst timing so bad. In fact, that they ended up having to walk back his comments and then he doubled down. But first we're going to show you what he said, I guess, would it, was this Saturday or I think did it, he say I think Friday? It was, I think it was Saturday. Okay. Here is what he said that got everybody all. Massachusetts about a month ago on the site of the largest old coal plant in America. Guess what? It costs them too much money. They can't count. No one's building new coal plants because they can't rely on it, even if they have all the coal guaranteed for the rest of their, the existence of the plant. So it's going to become a wind generation. And all they're doing is going to save them a hell of a lot of money and using the same transmission line they transmitted the coal-fired electric on. Oh my God. We're going to be shutting these plants down all across America. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you? Yeah. Are you now? Yeah, but here's the thing, though, is that they that people still in Pennsylvania and places like that, they're still like, you know, on the, the Fetterman train. And they're yeah. still I don't understand these. Pe- I don't understand it. <laughs> why? <laughs> why is there? Not, why is it so close in some of these races? I don't I can't wrap my brain around that. Why? Somebody needs to explain that to me. I don't get it either. The the And that's the problem, right? Is that in all the most highly contested races, these are the ones that we're not going to know about tomorrow night or right. Wednesday morning. We're going to be waiting weeks and weeks because there's going to be counts and then recounts and then challenges. And it's going to be a freaking nightmare. Yeah. And, and Pennsylvania is one of those. And places. it should be a landslide. Yeah. It, it should be like a complete and total landslide. Like these people should be like, no, and rejecting this ideology, this climate bullcrap ideology, the green stuff. I, I don't get it. And I just, people are saying, well, they're brainwashed. Okay. I mean, I can, I can get on, but why are so many people brainwashed, especially in this economy, especially when people have been affected, their pocketbooks, the kitchen table stuff, people have been so, what, what's wrong? (laughs) Missy Jean Michelle, you little scam. You little scam. (laughs) What are you doing? Oh my God. Oh my, and I can't. I, there's more. I know. Elizabeth Wibben. Elizabeth. Thank you. She says she loves seeing us together. Even when we look like this. <laughs> That's so sweet. Holly, thank you so much. My gosh, you guys. And God bless you, Holly. I mean, and I just saw another one float by. Whoops. Thank I didn't mean to you. do that. Sorry, you guys. Sorry. Um, they go so quickly. Thank you so much, you guys, for your support. It's so appreciated. You. And you're, we're going to have so much fun with you all. Oh tomorrow my gosh. Night. What time did we say? Okay. She was saying seven. I said, we got to pregame it. You guys, <laughs> we, I am all about the tailgating. Okay. I'm an SCC girl. We got to pregame this stuff. <laughs> so even if we just come in and out of the frame and like we have some cocktails, we need to have some pregame cocktails for tomorrow night. Don't you guys think? Totally. So totally. I think we should start at like six Eastern. Six Eastern. That's six five Eastern. here. Right. So six Eastern, we can just maybe six thirty. 
6.30 Eastern. 6.30 Eastern. We're going to be live tomorrow night. Right. And we may not be like full on show. Right. But we, we're going to have more time to chat with you guys. Right. And pay attention to the comments because we're just going to have on the news like all y'all. Right. We're going to have the news on. We're going to be watching as the evening progresses, watching returns come in, seeing what gets called, seeing what doesn't, mm-hmm. having just a big fat discussion about right. it and also drinking. Right. There's so there's going to be a that. couple cocktails here and there. Listen, don't judge us. <laughs> All right. But that's, it's going to be necessary because tomorrow's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a nail biter. It's going to be a nail. And because, it shouldn't be. No, it because of be. these people who are morons, who are like somebody said, brainwashed. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be this close, you guys. It shouldn't be. And I hope everybody's gotten out and they voted and they've done all the things. Yeah. Okay? If you haven't voted, make right. sure that you do that tomorrow. Do not assume anything. Right. I know right now, and it makes me crazy, but like everybody's like, red wave, red wave. And I'm like, <laughs> shh, shh, don't make an assumption. Right. Please do not get complacent. Please, please, please do not. Make sure that you vote. Even if you think, oh, my vote doesn't matter. This is a red state. Do not think that. Go to the polls. Cannot stress that enough. All right. Uh, Moving on to another Joe Biden clip. We have to talk about the fact that not only did he say what he just said, you just heard him talking about the shutting down all the coal plants. And then even Corrine Jean-Pierre on Twitter was like, people are misconstruing what he said and putting context that just wasn't there. You guys heard him. He could not have been more clear. He said, we're going to shut down coal plants all shut- across the country. Yeah, I don't know how you can misconstrue that. There's only one way to take that. Right. You know what I mean? We're going to shut them down. <laughs> we're going to shut them down. Right. And then on top of that, he also talked about, where's my mouse? There it is. Where he also talked about drilling. Look at this. No more drilling. my <laughs> God. There is no more drilling. I haven't formed any new new drilling. No, I. That was before I was president. We're trying to work on that, get that done. Thank you. It's like the whole fracking. It's like the whole fracking and no fracking thing. Yeah. The whole going back and forth on that, where you know, this is the thing. They have an agenda and they want to get this. They, we know what they're all about and they've shown their hand. And so they can't, they can't deny that they're all about this whole green energy climate change crap Mm -hmm. you know it's kind of like that whole inflation bill was all about green energy we know exactly what that was right right? it had nothing to do with inflation or reducing it or reducing it It has everything to do with green energy so yeah it's okay so so you saw i mean he basically wants to end our energy independence that we had essentially under trump he wants to do away with every bit of it and you heard in that one clip where he was like we're going to put all the focus on wind he thinks the fact that he even thinks that wind can produce enough energy to, I mean, it's insane. And it also destroys so many landscapes. That's what makes me so mad yeah. about the whole wind right. idea. It's, it's just And they insane. never want to put those, um, they never want to put those windmills in places where they live. Right. You know, cause I drive through Texas and I'd see so many beautiful areas that will that were once beautiful where now there are windmills, these giant mass. I mean, they're massive. Y'all have seen them. These Gigantic. They look like uh, just something out of like a horror movie to me sometimes. Like and the they, sound is so creepy. When yeah. They're, they're just, I mean, they're Oof. huge. And you just drive through these country areas where you see like cows and stuff grazing and then like these gigantic windmills. You never see these in, you know, like places where senators live. 
You know, you only see them in places where, you know, ranchers and farmers are living and they ruin those landscapes. It's interesting how that works. It is interesting how that works. Uh, One more Biden clip. And then we want to ask you if you can tell the difference between our earrings. (laughs) And this is really important, you guys. But first, look at what uh, Joe almost fell off of his whatever platform he was just on that we just showed you that video. (laughs) Look at what happened to him and what he says. I don't even understand what's happening. For seniors, no matter what their cost, 2, 10, 12, 15, whoop, stepping on them. That's black. Anyway. <laughs> what did he say? He said that's black. Oh my God. And I don't know why or what is black. Oh my God. What is wrong with him, you guys? That's our president. What is wrong with mm-hmm. him? <laughs> so much wrong with There's him. There's so much wrong with him. Okay. So each of us uh, right now has on a pair of earrings that I'm sure you see. We each have, uh, you don't know if, can you see can them? You see can them? you see them? Yeah. Can you kind of see them? Yeah. You can see, like, I haven't gotten much sleep. Can you see them at all? Uh, they're, diamond, they're diamond earrings. Right? Can you see them? I need to find my little um, banner about them you don't because see, I you want don't, people to see. I don't even see your banner about them. I made one. There, there right we there. go. There we go. It's okay. Right look there. at this, you guys. Okay. <laughs> one of us has on actual diamond stud earrings. And the other of us has on a diamond alternative. And I'm telling you, can you tell? I, I, I mean, I, I mean, we know. So uh-huh. the point is you can't tell. Okay. That is the point. And this is what you remember. We've talked to you about our friends at Eden Pure, right? Eden Pure are the <laughs> folks that have those amazing, um, like heaters that, and also fans, cooling fans that are so fantastic, no matter what the weather, if you need a little bit of heat, if you need a little bit of a breeze, you get it all. Or we've told you about their thunderstorm air purifiers that are absolutely amazing at getting rid of, of odors, no matter what kind, so, so quickly. So they they partner with Lindenwald Fine Jewelers to make a really beautiful diamond alternative stud earring. And so um, they are offering our audience like a mega sale on those right now. You can get $120 off of the sale price of their diamond alternative stud earrings. And I am telling you, it doesn't matter which pair I wear. People cannot tell. They always think that they're real. And always. Are we going to tell them who's wearing the real ones? I'm, I'm wearing the real ones. Okay. And I, she's got the... I don't ever wear real ones because I work on a ranch and I don't like wearing real ones. And I don't like paying for real ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and why so pay I, for them when they look this good? Right. That's so the thing. I don't wear real... I don't wear real ones. So, yeah. So, anyway. mine, are, so mine are theirs. And I love them. They so, are If you're awesome. looking for a gift for Christmas... Talk about a nice stocking stuff for you yeah, guys. Dudes. <laughs> yeah, dudes. So all you have to do is go to DiamondXL, E-X-C-E-L, DiamondXL.com. And when you use code CHICKS120, you get the $120 discount, which is amazing. And so they're well under $100 for a beautiful pair yeah. of like earrings that no one is going to be able to tell are not 100% diamonds. These are a perfect diamond alternative. Good gift. So good gift. It's a really, really, mm-hmm. really good gift. Hey, this is Todd Herman, host of The Todd Herman Show. You might have heard me on Rush Limbaugh's show. I was a regular fill-in for about eight years. I now do a show out of the high mountains of free America because, you know, I got exiled from Seattle. Google Gemini correctly predicts the present day. Mind control matrix. The internet, television, even our phones wouldn't just be distractions, but tools used to manipulate the masses and suppress critical thinking. I said that correctly. Check out The Todd Herman Show every day on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Cartels are 
exploiting Indian reservations to get into America and our federal government can't be bothered to stop it. Hey, y'all, it's Sarah Carter from The Sarah Carter Show. I just got back from two trips to our southern border and I want to take you inside a huge hotspot where thousands of migrants are coming into America every day. I was with a member of the National Border Patrol Council when the Border Patrol nabbed multiple illegal migrants who were breaking U.S. law, and I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app. Okay, we need to move on to the thing that made me the most angry. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She was losing her crap. People keep sending super stickers. You, you guys, guys are so, so sweet. Deborah, thank, thank you. you so much. And Elizabeth, Elizabeth. I think we said Elizabeth. Thank you so much. If I've thank missed you, somebody. Deborah. Oh, my gosh. Who's that? We got it. You guys. My youngest son, Weston, voted for the first time this weekend. <gasps> Conservatives for the win. I hope you, I hope and pray. Mendy, oh my God, that's Mendy. so exciting. That is really cool. You guys, my kid next year turns 18 two weeks after, I'm sorry, in 2024. He turns uh, 18. Two weeks after. Two weeks after oh the election. Oh my God. I am so mad about that. I'm so mad. So mad. But anyway, yes, yeah, congratulations, Wendy. Craziness. That is awesome. So um, she was losing her mind over this over the week. I was. And I know people are going to be mad, but I'm sorry. This was unacceptable. The fact that Trump called out DeSantis for no reason except for his own ego. It was unacceptable. Unacceptable. And so we have the clip. I'm going to show you explain to me why this happened, because all he's doing is saying, look, of all the people that could potentially run for president, I'm way ahead of everybody in the polls. And this is what he said about DeSantis. At 71, Ron DeSanctimonious at 10 percent. Mike Pence at seven. Oh, Mike's doing better than I thought. What the hell was that, you guys? What? What was that? It was um, a little bit of a friendly banter. Is that what he's trying to do? Is he's trying to banter with? Uh, listen, I know you're looking at me like I'm, I'm, make, I'm making shit up at this point. It wasn't. I, this is this is what he does, right? I mean, he's 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 got an ego on him. There was I don't know. no it reason was, for that. It was unnecessary. It was. I will give you that. It's unnecessary, especially right now. Three right days now. before an election that Ron DeSantis is trying to win in in freaking not his own state, but also Trump's own state. Well, he pulled he pulled back. He he reeled it in. <sighs> he reeled it in and pulled back, and he was. He supported him, right? Yes. So like at a rally, I guess, yesterday, he said, everybody's going to vote for my, you know, fantastic friend, Marco Rubio. Everybody's going to vote for Ron DeSantis. So he did say that yesterday, but kind of the damage was already done. I mean, the comments that I was seeing on Twitter, people who are, you know, super Trump supporters are, who are all in were like, what the hell? Yeah. What are you doing? There is no reason <coughs> to create this kind of divide. Right. None. Three days ahead of an election. Well, I don't think it'll do well for him. It's not going to fare well for Trump. Because yeah. I think, the, like you said, people that even supported him or do support him are like, that doesn't bode well with me. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. And I think that if, if DeSantis primaried him, I think he'd be surprised at how well DeSantis would do. Well, and especially if there's more incidents like this. Right. I just think people are turned off by it. In fact, there was an email that I got. Um, I think people are tired of drama. I think people are yeah. just, oh, they're just exhausted by drama. I mean, I listen, I like Trump. I mean, I'm between the two of us. I think y'all know I'm like more of, I've been on the train since the very beginning. I really like the steak and all of the, the alcohol on the train. <laughs> you know, I like, all, I like all the gold on the train, you know, 
I dig the train. Okay. And so I've been on it and I've been dragging her along on the train since the beginning. But I don't, but at some point, I'm just not a drama girl. You know, I'm just, I don't like the drama. I've never liked drama. I don't like girl drama. I don't like any kind of drama. Okay. <laughs> and so at some point, you just kind of go, I'm exhausted by the drama. Mm-hmm. And so if, if you continue to see drama, I'm out. I'm out with the drama. I just need a break from that. Yeah. And I can't be the only person that feels that way. And so just don't start it. Don't start the drama. I mean, here's a perfect example. We got this email from Bill who said, I just heard the Donald refer to Governor Ron as desanctimonious. That does it. That was moronic and uncalled for. Trump has just lost my vote and lost my support. I cannot tell you how many of those kinds of comments I was seeing all over social media. And because originally when I first bristled, when I heard that, I was like, okay, well, it's just me being me. Yeah. And I have a, you know, I'm hyper- I have like, I adore Governor Ron DeSantis. You guys know this. And so when there's fight picking between people who are supposed to be on the same side of the fence for no reason, I was really upset. But then I thought, okay, it's, I'm just doing that thing where I'm like extra protective of DeSantis. Mm -hmm. But you heard that email. There are gajillions of comments just like that all over social media of people who are done, done with this kind of fighting for that serves no purpose. That's the problem is that if it were somehow in, if we were already in a primary, I would get it. I would get that there would be some really, there would be like some serious fighting going on, but this is ahead of a midterm election. What is he doing? Yeah. People, now people are saying it's strategy. Some people are saying it's, but like what? it's strategy and it's maneuvering and it's politics and it's posturing and it's them working together. Like I've heard people say, really, yeah, I've heard people say that too. Like it's the two of them. So they, so these, okay. So you guys are actually trying to convince me that they sat down together and Trump said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call you desanctimonious at a rally. And that's somehow going to help us. How? I don't, I mean, I don't know what the reason would be. I just, I, I'm just saying that there are, there are whisperings and chatterings of people saying that that is, that it's all, you know, it's posturing. It's them kind of playing with one another and playing off of one another and, and playing like with the media and stuff like that. This is this is how the game is played. I don't I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I can tell you, though, that if it's it's not to get on the same ticket, it's not no. it's not so they because they will never be on the same ticket. People y'all. need to just get rid of that. Thought. That will never happen. Never. If anything, they will primary each other. They will never, you will never see those two on the same ticket because they will never take a backseat to one another. Right. They can't. They, two they, alphas Two like alphas that? will never be on the same ticket. They are Mm-mm. too alpha to be on the same ticket. Just you put that out of your mind. And they're also both from Florida. So it just doesn't work. It's not going to happen. All. Yeah. It just it's just work. not. So it, it's got to be like one or the other. Yeah. And so, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing them primary. And, and that's nothing. We were talking yesterday about how um, Mike Pompeo took a side in all this yesterday. Um, and he, that was interesting. He took DeSantis's side. At least that's what we inferred from that. His, his comments on this, cause he was kind of coming to Ron DeSantis's and I saw him speak about a year ago in Waco. And I think that he's actually going to mm-hmm. primary. I think he'll run for president, believe it or not. Pompeo will. And you know what? He's a force to be reckoned with. I saw him speak and he's actually, he's, weirdly he's lost a bunch of weight he's like i think he's had a pr team groom him he's he's a great speaker brilliant man i mean he would be a force believe it or not i believe that it's he's he's been grooming himself 
And he's, you know, he's had a nice team to do it, I think. I'm surprised just like when we heard that Trump clip and he mentioned Pence, he was like, Pence is at 10% or whatever that, which is better yeah. than he thought. That's actually better than I thought too. Yeah. Like wh- who are the people that are we, rallying behind Mike Pence? Not that we don't like him. No, I just, it's just what you'd be surprised. We have a lot of the, the bottom line is we have a crap ton of people on our bench and they have nobody they got on that other nobody. side. They got Hillary Clinton and Beto. <laughs> and Gavin. Don't forget Gavin, Gavin Newsom. Newsom. And then Pete Buttigieg. Oh, my God. That's who they have. Oh, my God. So, I mean, at least we know that we are we have a strong team. I mean, that's even with these these two guys being or I say two with with Trump barking at him and there there's some infighting. At least the positive we can take away is that we do have a lot of strong people on our side. Right. I, th- I mean, yeah, positive. I think we have a very deep bench. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of Governor <laughs> DeSantis, I don't know if you guys have seen his latest campaign ad. It is awesome. And yet the press immediately came out to criticize him, basically saying it's way too what arrogant. Well, I don't remember the words that they used to describe him, his ad, like that it was presumptuous. Or- oh, they said that with um, because it was he's comparing himself to um, I guess they're they're saying that he was basically God gifted, you know, like, like God created him. And he is saying that he's sometimes like he's sent from God, basically. Mm -hmm. So you decide I'm going to play you the ad. I think it's fantastic. But then again, I am slightly biased. So here it is. And on the eighth day, God looked down on his planned paradise and said, I need a protector. So God made a fighter. God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, kiss his family goodbye, travel thousands of miles for no other reason than to serve the people, to save their jobs, their livelihoods, their liberty, their happiness. So God made a fighter. God said, I need someone to be strong, advocate truth in the midst of hysteria, Someone who challenges conventional wisdom and isn't afraid to defend what he knows to be right and just. So God made a fighter. God said, I need somebody who will take the arrows, stand firm in the wake of unrelenting attacks, look a mother in the eyes and tell her that her child will be in school. She can keep her job, go to church, eat dinner with friends, and hold the hand of an aging parent taking their breath for the last time. So God made a fighter. God said, I need a family man, a man who would laugh and then sigh and then reply with smiling eyes when his daughter says she wants to spend her life doing what dad does. So God made a fighter. It's interesting. We're seeing a lot. I'm seeing a lot. It's half and half. Yeah. Like some people love it. Some Some people people hate it. it. I don't think it is Paul Harvey. No, it's not. It's based based on um, God made a farmer. Right. Paul Harvey. But it, but the voice is spot on, right? Like they got the voice. Sounds and like it. It's so awesome. I right. love that. I see a lot of, I see a lot of people do love it, but a lot of people are like, ah, it's too much. So it, it's interesting how polarizing just an ad can be. Right. But Well, I think that it's just polarizing because half people don't, half people love Trump and half people love Santos, which is how it's going to be. But that's they, weird because like, I can still appreciate a great Trump ad. You know what I mean? Right. Like, 
I, I, out of the two, I have my favorite, but like, I still appreciate when Trump puts out a good ad, like we'll show it, we play it. I love them. I mean, you know what I mean? But I think that's probably maybe what set Trump off. It may have been that ad. Really? Maybe. I don't know which came first. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. Interesting. But I don't, but what's the big deal? So what? You know, I mean, we should be so we should be supporting one another. Right. Right now. Yeah, for sure. Until there's yeah. a primary that we got to stick together. Right. So I, don't I mean, know we should be. I, don't, I just don't see. Yeah. Yeah. We should be doing that. Chris mm-hmm. Cuomo is right. not doing well, you guys, yeah, with his she'll show. Have a, she'll have a show there. And what cracked me yeah. up is that a couple of weeks ago when I read that Chris Cuomo was like not doing well. He's in their their top spot. He's in their eight o'clock primetime hour. And he was complaining because the, the ratings are terrible. And he was complaining that they weren't promoting it enough. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. They promoted the crap out of that thing. They even promoted it with a commercial during Don Lemon's show. It's awful. So promotion was not the problem. It's Chris. Chris is the problem. So yeah. Anyway, that happened. All right. We also need to show what happened on MSNBC with Kathy Hochul. She was on with Stephanie. I think it's Stephanie Rule. Um, and they were talking about obviously the governor's race in New York and the one of the factors that is going to decide that race, which is crime. And so I, I don't know what Kathy said immediately before the clip you're about to hear. I'm presuming that it was something to do with, look what a great job I do combating crime. And probably expecting her to agree. Right, because it's MSNBC. It's MSNBC, yeah. yeah. And I, I am baffled that this even happened on MSNBC. It's incredible, the pushback. Mm-hmm. I loved it. To interrupt you then, here's the problem. We don't feel safe. You might be working closely with Mayor Adams. You may have spent a whole lot of money, but... I walk into my pharmacy and everything is on lockdown because of shoplifters. I'm not going in the subway. People don't feel safe in this town. So you may have done these things, but right now we're not feeling good. We're worried we could be San Francisco. Yep. I mean, look at her face. She's like, I don't know how to answer that question. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I'm not supposed to get. It's crazy because because all these other talking heads, you know, like the the Joy Reads and all these other folks are saying that we're making that up. We're making up crime. It's just a narrative that we're putting out there. We're scaring people, you know, like the Fox News of the world are just scaring people. You know, and then do you remember the Mona Sharon uh, tweet that you guys, oh, my God, I was dying. So Mona Sharon, I forget which paper she writes for Mona Sharon, Mona Sharon. Uh, she had posted about the whole crime thing. And I could not believe that this was something that she actually tweeted out and thought, you know what? This is a really good tweet. I'm going to leave this. I'm going to just put this out there. Um, yes. She said, other than murder, <laughs> violent crime is not up. Yeah. Did you know that violent crime is a key midterm voting issue? But what does the data say? And then she had a link to some article about data. Other than people getting axe murdered, everything's fine. It's okay, you guys. It's fine. I mean, other than rape and pillaging, it's fine. You guys are fine. It's all good. I mean, other than the gunshot, Mrs. Lincoln. Totally. How did you find the play? It was great play. I mean, it's just great. That that is how dumb Mm -hmm. that is. Oh my God. God. Okay, we have to show you a funny clip for no reason except that we both love it, and so everybody needs to love it with us. Let me just rewind. Wait, the all-star crackers. So everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. I just love that so much. Y'all serve crackers. That is my favorite. That's what Tiffany can do. Tiffany, Tiffany can do that. She can go work with that lady. 
And then when people ask her, do you serve crackers? She can answer. We, we serve, serve everybody. everybody. <laughs> we serve everybody. Except for people with penises. Oh, my God. We don't serve them because I don't like penises. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought that was absolutely perfect. Right. Okay. And then we have another um, clip. I think I saw this at Libs of TikTok. But this is like one of those freaky people trying to like talk about pronouns or some other nonsense. And a guy responding to it. And the guy, you guys, he is all of us. You're going to love this. Teaching you how to use frog frogs pronouns and sentences. So let's go. Yeah, that's it. I'm Republican now. <laughs> You win. I'm done. I can't do it, right? I'm accepting, tolerant, inclusive, right? Whatever gender you want to identify as, binary, non-binary, but uh, not going to call people frogs. We draw the line at amphibians, right? You can't identify as a frog because you're, you're not a frog, right? You know that, though, right? You weren't cursed by a witch in a Disney movie, right? You don't hop lily pad to lily pad, right? So I, I, to call you frogs or frog self would be, would be a little ridiculous, right? So, yeah, I'm a Republican now. <laughs> MAGA, stop the steal. <laughs> I love it. I love that so I much. That is my favorite. Mega MAGA, it's Mega MAGA. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mega maga, uh-huh, yeah, right. mega maga when trickle you, down. Right. That's like when the you whole start phrase. calling yourself a frog. That's <laughs> when you become mega maga. And she was so earnest about it. You know what I mean? Right. She's like, so here's how you use. Well, why wouldn't she be? Why wouldn't she be? Because this is the thing we're supposed to accept this bullcrap <laughs> at face value, and people are like, okay, so here are my frog pronouns. <laughs> And you're like, if you say, no, you're batshit, <laughs> then you're somehow the bad person if you don't accept it. And this is this is what is happening in our world now. It's so ridiculous. Speaking of which, we wrote an op-ed. Oh, my God. That's right. Right. We did do that. We did. We wrote an op-ed. And you guys, it's in the Times, right? Washington Times. Yeah, it's in the Times. You guys should check it out. I mean, it's kind of along the same lines. Like, I'm really tired of this crap. I'm tired <laughs> of having to deal with all this crap. Like, and, and all this crap being normalized. Right. That's what's so freaking irritating. Uh-huh. Why are we trying to, why are We're we- kowtowing. Yeah, like, why are we, why are we humoring these people in any way? <laughs> why are we not just doing exactly what that guy is doing and saying, you see how that's crazy though, right? Like, you're uh-huh. not actually a frog. Right. So, right. No, somebody said it's, she's probably a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She probably is a teacher. I don't want to be mean to teachers, but she may very well be a teacher. There's so many of there them. There are a lot of teachers that are doing this stuff and cramming it down our kids' throats. So many, you guys. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then I promised you a Fetterman clip because he is still asking or he's still being asked rather about his brain function what shall is, we say what is, is he but asking also, what is asked that? about that <laughs> what is that but what is what that is right that there? that thing has right anybody there? asked him that because we still don't know what is it i don't like it um but he is constantly asked and the reason he's constantly asked is because he's not transparent about it he has not released any kind of official medical documentation except a letter from his doctor who just happens to be a major donor it's very so convenient. i mean it's so. not That's not transparency. So he was asked again about whether or not he is fit, fit to serve. And here's what happened. 
sitting within a chair with you right now to have this conversation to really just address uh, the fact that I'm absolutely set to, to serve. Oh my God, I can't. So, okay, there it is. <laughs> right. He's set to serve you guys. He God, is. How can sit. they get up and, and just promote this guy and support him? Like the Obamas, seriously, Obama is up there stumping for this guy. Yeah. It's so power hungry, you guys. So like just starving for power. It's gross. It's just vile. And you know, Obama is like, this guy (laughs) has no business being a senator. You know, he knows that in his brain. You know it. And he's just up there lying. Mm. He lies. He's like, you guys have to elect this guy. I mean, he's so great. He's wonderful. Oh, my God. We love him. No, you don't. You don't. You don't think that way at all. You're lying to the American people. They lie. (laughs) <laughs> they lie for power they lie oh you know what i want to uh, give a quick shout out to andrea who i met at the airport oh yeah and then remember because i was like oh, she yeah. wants to meet and you and you're like no i can't meet anybody i can't <laughs> i just i cut off a plan i just i feel bad and she no, probably thought i was a total b no she totally understood she was so so sweet so sweet but like we we landed in atlanta at around the same time to get to our final I destination. I got up at two in the morning yesterday. <laughs> so apparently this woman was on my flight from Indy to Atlanta because she was visiting her daughter and she's actually, she was actually flying home to Maine, yeah. which I had no idea people in Maine even yeah. watched us. I mean, that's where Stephen King comes from. <laughs> <laughs> and so that she was so sweet because I get off the plane and she just, she walks up and she was like, I don't want you to think I'm like a stalker, but I knew I saw that you were on my flight and I texted people that I saw you and I just wanted to say hi. And I, of course we love that, right? Like anytime you see us, please always feel like, and you now you're that. telling him that I didn't want to meet anybody. <laughs> we love it. But Daisy didn't want to meet anybody. Well, that was just a weird exception. I usually, you, I usually talk to everybody. In fact, she, I, Oh my God. My problem yesterday is that I, I we got, I got up at, two in the morning, I go to the airport and everything. And, and I get on the plane. And I thought I was going to sleep, but then I ended up talking to a cardiologist next to me for like the whole three hour flight. She slept the whole time on her flight. We get to like, we were getting ready to meet each other. And I'm like, I am so tired. Cause I talked to this dude the whole time on the plane. She's like, I'm so rested. <laughs> and I'm just like, Oh my God, I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her when I get to the gate. I'm just going to like, Andrea and I are waiting for you. And I'm just like, I am exhausted. And my, I, the biggest mistake I made was talking to this cardiologist. He was super interesting the whole time we were talking about medical stuff and all this. And it was very, it was a very interesting conversation, but I was exhausted by the time I got to the airport. Big mistake. Like I shouldn't have talked. And you guys get this. There was a millennial sitting next to us on the plane and we weren't loud. This guy and I, he was like an older dude. It older, we were talking also like about medicine and how medicine has changed and how when I go to see doctors, I always pick older doctors and stuff like that because I'm so afraid of the medical field now and how all these younger doctors, they aren't trained the way they you know used to be. And we were, he was agreeing with me. And it's we just we had this wonderful conversation for like three hours. Super, super neat guy. Anyway, um, it <laughs> like I just like all of the things that we were talking about. And I I get off the plane and I'm just like, she is wired. Like she's completely wired. I can't, I'm like, I cannot deal with somebody this happy. But he, she they got a rake shaking at them. We did. We got it. We got the, the guy next to us, like millennial dude, like he yelled at us. He totally yelled at us, you guys. He because you were in the window. I was the window. Doctors in the middle, and then millennial dude. Millennial dude yelled at us, and he he like he actually yelled. He didn't even wasn't he wasn't very polite about it. But he looked at us and he goes, "Can you guys please quit talking this early in the morning?" 
That's what he said to us. <laughs> and, and she's texting that to me, like, as we're trying to find each other. And I'm like, honestly, same. Like, I would have been super annoyed at and you. The do- <laughs> and the doctor. And the doctor dude and I, we we looked at the guy and I was like, okay. And I we were not even loud and at all. We were, you know, you whisper on a flight, like you whisper to each other. So we we're right next to each other. And the guy, he, you know, he yelled at us and we looked at the doctor dude and I looked at each other. And then the doctor dude just kept talking. <laughs> and we because I'm like, we're older than him. What is he gonna do? Kick us off the flight. But he was so mad. He had headphones in and everything. This is millennials are so I mean, in his defense, it was 5.45 in the morning. Yeah, because, I mean, you had headphones in. You know what I mean? Give me a break. I mean, clearly they just weren't working or something. Because if he was still hearing you guys. I mean, seriously, though. I had it, like, flight, we have to do a whole podcast on <laughs> on flight etiquette. Etiquette. Yeah. Like, how, like, whole flight etiquette. Because all sorts of things happen on flights where I'm just intrigued by people and what they do. I saw a thing. I almost used it for my whack couple weeks ago where a woman cut her toenails on a flight oh my god uh-huh she cut her toenails and then she painted her fingernails on a flight <gasps> that reeks yeah like it yeah it does oh my god and then people bring their little dogs on flights like i saw a lady bring her dog on my flight yesterday and she had her little dog and she had it out of the cage and the flight attendant was like, you're going to have to put that little dog back in the cage. She's like, I will when I get on the, the you know, like she's very combative about it. Oh, my God. Like people are very brazen on flights these days. You know, I mean, wow. it's one thing to talk to somebody very quietly, but people are just so awful on <laughs> flights. You know, remember, we used to dress up sort of. I never did, but I, de- I definitely dress a little more down than I even used to, for sure. But like my husband still dresses for a flight. Well, he never. I saw a he chick, never doesn't dress. I he saw never a chick yesterday in a crop top get on the plane. Like she had, like her midriff was showing. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Okay, <laughs> I'm not like shaming her. She had a nice like midriff. It's fine. But she's like in a crop top and like I like yo. Like it looked like she was ready to go work out. You know, like basically she was wearing a bra. Oh my god! And she's on the plane, and I'm thinking. Okay. I mean, it's not something I would have chosen, but there was a time where we actually used to care about getting on a flight, you know? There was just more decorum all the way around from dress to behavior to all of it. And now everybody's like just so angry at everybody else all the time. And so things are tense and and tensions are high and everybody's just a jerk. Yeah. You know? Well, we kept talking that millennial was not going to make me stop talking because he was going to have to shut my mouth for me. (laughs) And that's not going to (laughs) happen. I just love that whole story. So angry. Anyway, wanted to remind everybody that it is time for you to start stocking up for Christmas presents and stockings. And this is what you can get right now. I mean, you can get anything you want from mypillow.com slash chicks. But could I recommend, I could not recommend more highly the kitten for squeezy technology of the MyPillow slippers and moccasins. They, they are, are pretty awesome. Glorious. Mm-hmm. They're the best. Glorious. I love the travel pillows for people. Those are really great gifts. Mm-hmm. And since I already have bought like most of my Christmas presents, a lot of them are in my attic right now and all of my Christmas trees are up. I'm not even kidding you guys. Well, I have one more to do. I have two Christmas trees up, one more little one to do. Yeah, see, I'm that person and I've bought like all my Christmas presents. But I really love the travel pillows for people. They're great, you guys. They're great. Especially because they can ro- they can actually roll up pretty tight and fit yeah. in a stocking. So really great. that's, a, that's a, another great stocking stuffer. Mm-hmm. MyPillow.com slash chicks. You can save huge on their sheets still. You can also get buy one, get one offers on a ton of their products. This is the time to stock up 
up, support Mike Lindell in the process, support us in the process, mm-hmm. mypillow.com slash chicks, and then use code chicks at checkout. How much do you spend from your paycheck in about 100 days? The Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski. Every day, Chris helps unpack the connection between politics and the economy and how it affects your wallet. The federal government is on pace to spend over $1 trillion per every 100 days. Are Speaker Johnson and congressional Republicans doing anything about it? Enough is enough. Whether it's happening in D.C. or down on Wall Street, it's affecting you financially. Be informed. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast um did you want to do your whack do you yeah. want to try to share this so um you want me to do it no no, no I'm, I'm saying like do you want to the, try to share that okay so yeah the whack that i found last night you guys it's basically my worst nightmare okay like i'm afraid of heights um and giant snakes like the, i just don't like snakes at all snakes are gross um, and so this isn't not really Aust- this is in australia, australia which is why i'll never go there I'm never going to go to one. I won't go to Australia because it's a 24, 25 hour flight. Right. Isn't it? Yeah. It's long. I'm it's not going to, I'm not going to be on a plane that long with the guys who tell me to be quiet. I mean, your longest leg is probably 16 hours. Not going to do it. It's long. It's mm-hmm. unbearable. No. I, I will, I've done it and I, I don't think not I want to do it. Again. Not going to do it. And so this is what happens when you live in Australia. This is what happens. You, oh, no, I, I got to go to the other page. Are you going to play the whole on. thing? Cause I think you need to play the whole thing. Cause I can't see because these, <laughs> I know it's awful. Cause these, cause these snakes, I'm not, these snakes are doing it. You guys. I don't know if I heard the homeowner correctly, but apparently they've got two pythons behind the microwave in the kitchen. <laughs> One of the places snakes get to. G'day, how are you? Is it true they're in the kitchen? My goodness. <laughs> oh, no. I went out and I thought, somebody's moved the microwave. And then I, who is this? And then I rang John next door. Yeah. He said, it's food. Wow. Two behind the microwave. Oh, yeah, right. So is that, how do they come in, like through the window? Through the window. Stuart, is it? Yeah, mate. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right here at home in Budrum now. We get a lot of pythons at homes in Budrum, uh, but as you can see, this is probably one of the last places you'd expect. So there's actually two pythons. Yeah. Looks like a male and a female yeah. snuggled in behind the uh, microwave. So you can see this little door that's ajar. There's like a, uh, a rooftop out there as well. So the snakes might have been basking in the sun and they've come on in for a bit of hanky panky behind the microwave in the uh, in the kitchen. So we're going to get them out. No, no, you're all right there. That's all good. You come in, bud. I don't want to lose the other one either. It's all right. We'll get used together. <laughs> How's that? That is nuts. Two snakes in a kitchen. I've just uh, interrupted Quitters. Oh so, uh, <laughs> I don't want to know about that. The last thing we need is uh, I'm sure if someone... Okay, so here's the thing. So he takes them outside. He doesn't, he, he doesn't kill them. He takes them outside and he gets, he just lets them go. So that's the worst part is that he doesn't kill them. Yeah. 
I mean, I know people, there's probably like one or two people out there that are going to be like, well, that's the humane thing to do. Like, that's sweet, Daisy. But there's You pythons. let them go. There's, there's pythons. No humane. You, no. you don't have humanity with pythons. No, you take you take a shovel and you <laughs> cut their heads off. Or you I mean, set them on fire. Or you shoot them. <laughs> like, we don't condone violence on the show, but we do with snakes. <laughs> we do with snakes. <laughs> it's true. We do People are snakes. like, there's no reason to kill them. Yes, there is. There's every reason to kill them. Every Every single reason. <laughs> Tiffany loves snakes. That's uh, Tiffany. You can have all the snakes. You can have all of them. Mm-hmm. Every last. If they one come near me, they're gonna die. I'm gonna take my car. And I'm gonna run over them. I'm gonna back up and I'm gonna run see, over them again. Does this? Help I, it's not gonna help. Nothing's I, gonna. I, help. I can't see anything. I just. I'm just. <laughs> I mean, you guys, because I only have the one, um, the one screen. Like I can't share uh, screens to show you TikTok, but I did save some for everybody to show, and I've already shown them to her. Normally it's a surprise to her, but like I had to show them because they were so good. So which one do you remember? Which ones we wanted to share um, for my pillow tops? Let's see. Oh my God. There's the, like, yes. The, the, like dog. That, the dog. Yeah, the dog. <laughs> so like this one is, um, <laughs> oh no, that no. parenting. No, that's sad. Okay. That's okay. Fine. One. All right. It was so good though. But, well, maybe we'll show it later okay. tonight. All right. It was. So or, I mean, good. tomorrow night. Oh, the cow. Show the cow. Oh yeah. This is so sweet, you guys. Yeah. Oh no. Look, no, there's too go, much of glare. You guys, you guys can't, can't see it today. We'll have to do them later when we're in the evening tomorrow. Yeah, we'll do we all can't. the time. It's too glary. Sorry, you it's guys. too glary. It's so guys. Glary. Sorry, I my can't. Pillow. I can't see anything. I don't know where you. I can't. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm facing the right direction. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Uh, the positive, though, is that there's beautiful weather where we are in our undisclosed location. And so that's good. Can you tell? <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs> I can't. It's yeah. really nice out here. You guys. It's really <laughs> great. It's really great. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> OK, so let's just really recap quickly about the meet and greet. So meet and greet, as you know, is April 29th of this coming April 29th. It's a Saturday. Saturday night. It is in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And I'm happy to tell you now the venue. The venue is at the most funnest oh restaurant place ever. I visited it back in August. It's called Rustler's Roost. And it's in Phoenix. It's about 10, 15 minutes away from the airport. It is about, it's about uh, I mean, it's about 10, 15 minutes away from downtown because essentially the airport is downtown. Um, there is an amazing resort and spa, like a full resort and spa that is in within walking distance called Arizona Grand uh, Resort and Spa. But it is a little pricey. I'm right. Just I was say, that that's, right that's like the most expensive. But there's right. so many other options. So many. And we're going to send those to people. Like right. an invite. Right. So, yeah. And so when the tickets go on sale, you're going to see all of this information about how you can go through hotel booking. If you'd like to use a travel agent, which we used last time, uh-huh. you can. Right. But we're also just going to list all the different options that we know of. Right. Um, but as far as tickets... So back in March, when our tickets went on sale for our September event, they sold out in 90 minutes. And that was amazing and incredible. And it turned out to be just like an absolutely phenomenal event. But there were a lot of very disappointed people who tried to get tickets and missed out. And so I had promised them at the time, this was back in March, that if they wanted to be on the first first round of people who would have access to buy tickets for the next event, they would be given priority. So we're going to stick to that promise. Um, That's not to say that all of those people are going to buy tickets. And that's certainly not all of the tickets. There's going to be plenty after that, but they are going to have first dibs. So at 9 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Eastern on Tuesday, 
which is tomorrow, mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. there's going to be a three hour window that those people are going to get their emails. So if you know that you're on that list, you will get an email that includes um, the link to get your tickets. There's a maximum of two tickets per person that are going to sell. They are more expensive. We are telling you that now because we did not do well <laughs> the last time. We did not do well. And right. by the time it was all said and done, we ended up taking a loss because of the missing work days that we had. Right. And it was, it was just not, yeah, we learned our lesson. It right. is very expensive to throw the kind of party that we want to throw. Right. And so the tickets are, are more expensive this time. And actually thank you to all of the people initially who were like, I can't believe that's all you're charging. Yeah. The last time that just, we, we learned, we just learned the last time. Yeah. Yeah. How to do it. So then after that first few hours, then if you are a Facebook insider or a local supporter, you will have um, from 12 to 5 Central, 1 to 6 Eastern to buy your tickets. And those um, that link will be put in the Facebook insider and local supporters groups so that you then have your chance to uh, get tickets for uh, five hours. So you're going to have that window of five hours. By the way, if you're interested in joining either one of those, um, we're Chicks on the Right at Locals. You can become a supporter there or we have a Facebook insiders groups. You can find all of those links at chicksonright.com slash links. So you can get to all of those if you're interested in being part of that second wave. And then if tickets do not sell out by that time, then we're going to open it up to everybody else. Like they'll just be publicized. We're going to put that uh, link on our website. So if they do not sell out, that's how you would uh, buy tickets after that time period. So all of that's happening tomorrow. And super, super excited um, about the venue, about the location, about how great the weather is going to be. be, And we're going to have a lot. I think this one, we're going to, you know, have music. It's going to be super fun. It's going to have like that Southwest feel. It's going to be, you guys, fun. Oh, my God. Jeans and boots and hats. We're going to have, I mean, it's going to be so much fun, you guys. Like kicking it like Western style. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be really, really fun. So fun. We're super stoked. Yeah. So, uh, again, I'm going to put all of this in a blog post at chicksontheright.com later this morning. So all those details will be there. And then if you are one of the people who sent an email back in March to the specific email address that I told told you guys back or told you guys about back then then you're going to get your email at 9 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Eastern tomorrow morning, and you will have an opportunity to get first dibs on tickets. Mark asked if it's a larger venue, and I think Much it, larger. it is a bigger venue. Much yes, larger. Yes, it is bigger. We'll be able to spread out. Yes. There will not be tents. It's like it is a bigger venue. Much yeah. bigger. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of one-stop shopping. So the, the restaurant itself does uh, a, a whole bunch of different um meals essentially. So dinner will be provided. Um, if you want to bring cash for like adult beverages, you absolutely can. Um, but there's going to be like, I think soft drinks, teas, lemonades, that kinds of things, water and all that will be there. Um, complimentary. And the the dinner is going to be great. It's going to be, the view is amazing from there. Um, and we're going to have use of a giant patio as well as the actual, covered part that we're going to be I mean, in. it's Phoenix, y'all. It's it's yeah. just beautiful. And it's Phoenix in April. Late right. April. And so the weather will be spectacular. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just it's just gorgeous there. It's so pretty. April 29th 
is April the 29th. date mm-hmm. of the actual, that's a Saturday. Right. And so I'm guessing a lot of people are going to want to come out, um, you know, you they, can make a little vacation right. of it. Especially if you do choose to stay at Arizona Grand Resort. I mean, that's oh nice, nice. And then you literally are, you have everything you need in one spot and you can walk to this venue. It's literally just up a little hill. Right. And you're there. Mm-hmm. So lots of choices, though. We wanted to make sure that this time around hotels were close by, that there was tons of stuff to do close and by. And you're so close to the airport. And you're super close to the airport. So close. So we feel like we did um, a good job picking this venue. We're very, right. very excited. Yeah, it. super excited. And it's far enough away, like time-wise, where you can plan. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, everybody can kind of plan their weekend. Yeah. And make a little weekend, like, excursion out of it. And there, the other option, too, in addition to the hotels, is what we're doing. We just Airbnb to house. Mm-hmm. So there's plenty of, uh, you can, you obviously can check out. Yeah, there's Airbnb. a lot. There's, there's, there's so many of them around. Mm-hmm. I mean, that are really close, that are also five minutes from the venue. Yeah. And also very affordable. Yeah. You know, so... That's a great way to do it too. And that's what we did. My oldest daughter got married in Phoenix around that area like three, four years ago. And we did that too. And it was very, that's what we did instead of getting a hotel. It was way more affordable to get a house. And so a lot of us stayed in the house and it was great. So much fun. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. It's going to be awesome. Right. It's going to be awesome. And I should point out another um, incentive for you to join either the Facebook insiders or local supporters groups is that a lot of activities that happen ahead of the main event right. get planned there. And so a lot of details and, and things to do get planned in those two groups. And it's a great way for people to meet each other and then get to know each other even before they end up at the event together. So mm-hmm. it's you know, I just highly recommend joining one of totally. those two. We groups. really, really do. Yeah. So yeah, because there's going to be so much fun stuff going on. Probably like on Friday night, maybe even Thursday night, people will be getting in. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So you just never know. Make it a thing, you guys. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a fun. Those fun, are your people. Time. For real. They are your people. For yeah. real. I'm sorry Cash isn't here to bring it in. I know. There's no Cash. There's no bringing it in with Cash. But I'm sure he's at home on the floor, you know, doing downward dog right now. <laughs> you guys thinking about you. So bring it in. <laughs> and you guys, so today we don't have anything going on this afternoon with people. But tomorrow there's going to be so much stuff. We're going to have our show tomorrow morning. And then we'll be doing a live broadcast tomorrow night, which will just last a long time. It's going to last into the wee hours. It's going to last a long time. So get ready for tomorrow's festivities. Like everybody rest up and we'll make sure that the lighting is a little bit better tomorrow. Stay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we'll were not prepared move. for this. We were not prepared. We'll for find another spot. The strobe lights <laughs> today. So we'll be a little bit better tomorrow. So you guys have a wonderful day and we will talk tomorrow. Bye. Bye everybody. Let's see if I can find the off button. <laughs> Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan joins me to explain what he will focus on as Judiciary Committee Chairman. If Republicans win back the House in the midterms, I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, Jordan also slams the aggressively political actions of the Justice Department and FBI. I'll also react to Elon Musk officially taking over at Twitter. Don't miss it. Follow the Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are so few singers protesting Hamas? Fire for Fighting's John Andrasik has an answer. Talk to some managers and folks, and, and I have, and you know, there's certain iconic artists that in other times would be writing these songs. I'm like, where are they? And they say, well, you know, they're scared. They're scared for their families. They're scared that their concerts will be protested. But those are the same arguments people used in 1938. Hear more on the Hollywood and Toto podcast, The Right Take on Entertainment. Find it on iTunes or your favorite audio platform.